Hello and welcome to Sunnydale Study Group, the podcast for attorney Scoobies and Buffy newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. And I'm Holland. And today we are joined by a very special guest, Darnell Murphy. How's it going? Hey, I'm special. I'm <laughs> yeah. a special guest. You're special and you're a guest and you're a special guest today. Yay, me. <laughs> uh, we are cracking into season four. That's right. Season four has started. Uh, and, well, that's pretty much all the introduction we're going to give it. Let's get right into it. Let's head into the Sunnydale, the UC Sunnydale Library. All right, let's go back to October 5th, 1999, when the episode The Freshman premiered. That's what we're going to be talking about. That's We introduced the episode that way. <laughs> That's what we're going to be discussing. But before we do that, let's officially introduce Darnell. Uh, you are an all-around geeky internet legend guy. Uh, you do. <laughs> I'm not Internet a geek. Legend. I was just having yes. a conversation about Mario. <laughs> yeah, we hey. just talked about me. Hey. <laughs> All right, okay, I'm yeah. sticking to it. I'm holding You're my ground. The last no, of a shirt. Like, <laughs> they didn't know that until you said it. But yes, okay, okay I can't argue that. <laughs> Fine. Yes. We were discussing before we started recording how difficult it would be to introduce you because you do everything. You write. You act. Uh, and that's it. That's all the stuff that I know. The right act exists. Yeah, those, those, yeah. those three things. Yeah, those are three really important things. And Do you vacuum? Three... No, I sweep. I'm a big fan of the broom. Uh, oh, you're a broom guy? I'm, I'm a broom guy. guy. I'm a you broom guy. Like, yeah. So, like, I mean, with a rug, of course, use a vacuum, but given the opportunity. Oh, I'd sweep any day. Go I'm, broom. Because you can use a Swiffer, and I'm a big fan of Swiffer Big products. Swiffer guy? I'm a Swiffer guy. It's nice. Simple. I've really gotten into mopping lately. Really? Yeah. Like I got, a, I got two mops from Target, one for the outside and one for the inside. How does one get into mopping? It's just like a whole new... It's like when you try like a new razor blade and you're just like, wow, this is good. Okay. That's, right. Like that's how... I'm just like, wow, my floors are like quality floors. <laughs> okay, I can so, respect that. Thank you. Do you have one of those little squeeze the mop juice things? <laughs> yeah, I sque- yeah, I have a squeeze the mop juice. <laughs> What? Yeah, Actually, and then okay, I bottle I it. So what? What kind of is it? Like a like a mop mop that's like a bunch of like strings, or is it like one of those sponge mops that yeah you fold I, up and it squeezes? Sponge mop. Oh, sponge mop yeah. situation. Because oh, there's some mops. It. There's the mops that like janitors use in like movies that are just like the the slop. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. get what does. It's always like someone's hair. It looks but like. I think you can still. Mm. Bring, you, I think you have to manually. We have the out, other one yeah. now. Where's the spin one? Where like you put oh, in, you step on it, and it spins and like. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Man, I should have gotten that one. You were messing up. Oh, man. Check out the Amazon, man. Yeah. I got to go. I just went straight to Target. Brick oh. and mortar. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Jeez. And you run a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, this is the first episode of season four. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. very exciting. It's the first episode of Buffy that I ever saw. That's really nuts. So would you say that you know this episode the best because of that? Not necessarily, but I know it well. I wrote my college essay loosely on this episode. Ah. Yeah, on how Buffy was the thing that made me want to pursue being a writer. And the first time, I mean, I knew what Buffy was. Mm -hmm. Like, my mom and my sister watched it. But I, the only thing I knew from Buffy was that Sarah Michelle Gellar was in it. Nice. I knew that there was a blonde vampire. Great. And he was the bad guy. I did, So I, it turned out to be Spike. But I didn't know anything else about it besides that when I would just flip through the channels, that guy was there a lot. And I didn't really have any urge to watch it. And then uh, I couldn't sleep the night before I went to school, like my freshman year of high school or something. And on Fox, uh, Fox 25... 
Boston. Fox 25. Wow. Watch, oh, yeah, because you grew up in New Jersey. And you probably yeah, wouldn't be watching TV when you were in Emerson. Never no. mind. I, 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 like, I like signal to Holland. To they just TV. give you, like, yeah. boxes of DVDs for friends, and that's pretty much all you. Yeah. But I watched it uh, a rerun, a random rerun at midnight on Fox 25. And Happened was, to be. And it was The Freshman. Wow. Oh. Well, hopefully that uh, history and knowledge will be of use because you are going to lead us in a cram session. That's right. Maybe you are applying for college or maybe you were overwhelmed with your first day of college so you get a chance to watch the episode. We got you covered. Chris is going to summarize it in five easy, leaving a note because it was two hard sentences. So go ahead, Chris. Take it away. So Buffy and Willow and Oz are all happy because they're now going to Sunnydale uh, college, UC Sunnydale, where the kids are partying and they're getting involved in protests and all sorts of things that college kids do. But all the while, Buffy's feeling a little left out because while Oz and Willow are really easily adjusting and finding friends and being part of this thing, Buffy just can't help but feel isolated and alone. One. Uh... Buffy makes a friend named Eddie on the way back from wherever she was walking and then doesn't see him in the psych class that she's attending because Willow suggested that she attend this uh, world-renowned professor, Professor Walsh's psych class. And when Buffy doesn't find her friend Eddie, she then sees him later that night only to find out that Eddie has been turned into a vampire. Two. Uh... Over the course of certain mysterious means, as Buffy's learning all these things on her own, she comes to find out that a gang of vampires are just raiding freshman dorms, finding kids that don't have that many friends, taking all their things and leaving a note that says, I couldn't handle it, I'm gone. Three? (laughs) Right? Wait. Right? We're on three? Or was that four? That was three. That was three. That was three. I'm not paying attention. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> uh, Buffy leaves ca- uh, campus to go hang out alone at the bronze, where Xander sa- finds Buffy and lets her know, you know what, Buffy? You got a lot going for you. You're awesome. And don't forget that you are a badass slayer. So she teams up with Xander, and they discover where these vampires live. And Buffy, on her own, goes ahead and falls through a window in the clutches of Sunday, the blonde mean vampire, and her silly little band of campus vamps. Four. Uh, Buffy gets her groove back when Sunday snaps the class protector award, which angers her, and then with the Scooby gang at her side, Buffy fights the vampires, dusts them, and realizes, you know what? Things aren't that different after all. I'm a badass vampire slayer, and college is going to be just fine. When suddenly one vampire that got on the loose is tracked down by these weird military men and zapped, and it's mysterious. And then the episode's over. <laughs> Five. <laughs> yeah, the credits at that point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Done the credits yet. come on. <laughs> finished early. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, just a little bit of the minutia of how the mystery unfolds. Yeah, also, like, we're, uh... Those are usually pretty elongated and strange. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought you covered everything. You know, that's that pretty, was that's great. Pretty, you remember the names, too. I just saw it before I got here, and I forgot her. the blonde vampire's name was Sunday. Yeah, it doesn't come up a lot. And she's not the most specific villain, but there's something... She's, sure, like, not that... Back. She's okay. Played by she's Catherine Town, right? Am I incorrect in saying yeah. that? Yeah. Catherine Town? Was she on... Roseanne? Was she? I, I, 
I don't know. She was <laughs> on. I know that that Sunday actress was. How long are you looking her up? Yeah. Great. Jane Espenson and uh, and and Joss Whedon both came from Roseanne, so I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was a Joss Whedon written and directed, and directed episode. Yeah. Uh, and my favorite little tidbit before we get into the the meat and potatoes of the episode itself is that there's an Avengers reference. Oh yeah. Later, yeah. Joss made the Avengers. Yes, it might be mm-hmm. that I think in all of Whedon creation. The only time that the phrase Avengers Assemble is ever... Is it said in either of the Avengers movies? It's almost said at the end of Age of Ultron, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's Avengers, and then as he says it, it cuts. See, I knew I could could point to Darnell and ask, because he's a geeky internet legend. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be be terrible in court. I'm not a geeky internet nerd. What does it say? Oh, I said Age of Ultron at the 152nd. (laughs) No further questions, Your Honor. (laughs) I'd be guilty so fast. It would be like the scene in, uh, what is it? it, Oh, no, it's the Brady Bunch, where, like, the guy pretends that, like, he broke his neck, and then, like, one of the kids is, like, drops a briefcase, and then he, like, whips his head around. And so clearly his neck is not. Ooh, that Brady kid should get in the law. I think that was Brady Bunch. Um, she's not in Roseanne. What was she in? But she apparently she's in she's in Evolution, Mulholland Drive. Whoa. Um, Evolution's a go. Both David she's Lynch all that. Films. Just kidding. No, Evolution is the David Duchovny yeah. mm-hmm. Seven Up guy movie, right? Make Seven Up yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forget his but name. That movie is not that bad. I like it. I it's love Evolution. Movie. Yeah. Oh, good. Or do you love evolution, or do you love David Duchovny? I love both things. Why can't I like both of them? They, it was pretty good. It's funny because it's that like was it's Orlando a, Jones's. It's it. a new year. It's a new season, and in my mind, a little bit, I was like, we might just graduate into like a new form of this podcast. Uh, but no, we're back no. to X Files references <laughs> with David Duchovny. Mm-hmm. Going through the cram session. Yeah. Um, Stumbling through the cram session. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, you have to find yourself in college. The, the library is much bigger. So That's if true. Any, if there's yeah. any additional echo or vacuum sounds, it's because we're not just in. more people in here. Yeah. It's, it's in yep, place. Yep. It's not just our, yeah, it's not just our place anymore. Well, because yeah. you have to, like, rent rooms. Like, you have to rent, like, a study room. You yeah. have to leave your uh, student ID at the front desk, which yeah. is really annoying. Yeah, we kept getting shushed. Yeah. What's with that? I've never been shushed. You know, I'm. I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, sounds in libraries, biggest deal? Because I feel like a- I feel like my library, the library at my school, was always louder than I would have liked. It depended on the section you were in, mm-hmm. because there were some sections that were like actually quiet. But um, I don't know. Well, because I didn't. I'm one of those people because I feel like you either are a person who needs to go to the library to get stuff done, mm-hmm. or you do it in your dorm. I was always, like, a dorm person. Mm. Like, I would much rather sit in my room or, like, in my apartment to work on stuff and not go to the library because I would always get distracted in the library. But, like, I guess sometimes I would have to go to the library, like, if I was stuck on campus between classes. But I was not a big library person. Everything's right by the commons, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, or I could go into the commons to do work. Which is so nice. And was featured in a Simpsons episode recently. Oh, yeah. Called The Town. Oh, nice. I I was a library person, but my my school library, Bobst, was, like, legendary for suicides. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Um, Uh, That's concerning. Yeah. (laughs) So that was kind of always a grim undertone of being in that library. Uh, there was like these giant glass plates at like any spot that someone could jump from, uh, and so you know, not a happy thing to be constantly reminded of. No, that's yeah, yeah. Well, I was a library person just because the internet there wasn't great, 
so I can distract myself as easily. Oh, that's a good reason. Yeah. So I was like, if I go there, there's no internet. Mm-hmm. If I try to go on Facebook or YouTube, it's going to be terrible. So I got I have to I have to force myself into work mode because otherwise, I'm pretty crafty. <laughs> you'll you'll trick yourself out into yeah. the internet. If I stay at home, like oh, I can get work done at home, and then I'll be like, well, I'm home. I mean, I'll make something to eat real quick. Okay, well, I mean, I might as well put some music on, and before I know it, nothing gets done. Here's a little pitch for if anyone wants to do, like, a webcomic thing of someone, and in their mind, there's a parent and a child version of them, and the parent has to constantly keep the child in check. Maybe this isn't a webcomic. Maybe this is called Ego and Id. <laughs> this is a psychological concept. I was a webcomic. I was okay. this is my life. <laughs> That's just my life. Your life is a webcomic? That's who, yes, yes. Great. In addition to webcomics, also it's me telling myself, hey, it could be smart if you did this. And I'm like, or it could be fun if we do this. <laughs> Eternal conflict. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Did you guys have a weird college adjustment phase? Or were you, were you a Buffy or were you a, a Willow or an Oz? Ooh, mm. good or question. I think I was a Willow. You think you're a Willow? You got right into it, NYU, you're just like... I got there, I was excited, it was new friends, it was new situations. My friend Kaylee, who you guys have met, I met her incredibly early on. Mm -hmm. She's one of my best friends to this day, so it was like, I was excited by it all. It was like, but it wasn't, I feel like Oz was already in the community because of the band. Then you've got Buffy, who was just like, I'm bored and I hate this. I, growing up, I was social, but with the knowledge that I had the home base of my family. And so I think college freaked me out initially because I was like, yeah, I want to go out and do stuff, but then I want to come home to the people that I know. Mm -hmm. And that's not my roommates who are complete strangers to me that I will eventually get to know Mm -hmm. and like very much. Um, But then I almost had like a freshman episode sort of thing because I found out that, or not found out really, but uh, a bunch of people that I went to high school with. Uh, lived out in the college town. And so I was like, oh, I can actually just spend most of my time in their apartment that'll feel like I'm back home and that'll kind of work. Okay. So I had like almost like a, like everyone, like the Xander moment okay. on my first day where I was like, okay, phew, thank God. So you were a little bit of a Buffy and then you had a Xander moment and then you felt fine? Yeah. So I guess to answer your question, Buffy, I should have just, <laughs> I didn't need to go into the oh, whole yeah, backstory. That's the point. The point no, is to no, go no. into it. We're trying to go brevity uh, for this season. Every episode is going to be, four, we're aiming for four minutes <laughs> in season four. How about you, Holland? Uh, I was definitely a willow. I was excited to be somewhere new with new people. Like I, there were a few people that I knew from college that I went to high school with, but like my thing is that I like Starting over and going to new places and meeting new people and leaving other people behind. Wow, it's it's bad. Good to know. No, it's just yeah. like, <laughs> like okay. You like the act of leaving them behind? Yeah, I like that. Well, because it was like because it was like when I went to high school, I like tested to go to a high school where I didn't know anyone. The college, is. yeah, like college, I like moved to a different state to go to college where like I knew a few people, but like I wanted to meet new people. Like moving out here mm-hmm. was like all about like meeting new people. Um, that was so like in college I was like well I was really excited to like be in college be away from my family to like get to meet new people um is there just like a moment where like you get in the car and your foot hits the pedal and you look in the rear of a mirror and you see the people getting smaller behind you and you're like great oh yeah she doesn't look good just, just, just goes just goes she's like bye it's like a thing where, like, in the rear view, she actually just turns it away. So she's like, <laughs> don't want to look at that. <laughs> she has no rear view. Holland doesn't look back. Wow. Yeah. 
in the car that you actually don't have. So oh. <laughs> it, it makes you, sense. Oh, you can only look forward. You don't even have mirrors around you. <laughs> she carries around a mirror so she can look at them and then turn and then it purposely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a thing. I don't know if it's like still a thing, but I think it was very, cause I was always excited to just like grow up or like be like, okay, this is the next phase of this. Like, I don't know. Like I always wanted to like, it's that like destination happiness thing, which I'm now realizing is dumb and you shouldn't think that going somewhere else is just going to make everything better. But like, that's how I was when I got to college. Message. That's good. I mean, yeah, see, college is uh, a lot of knowledge and opportunity. So yeah. that's a pretty good instinct. How about you? Are you a... Well, I was certainly not a Willow or an Oz. Um, <laughs> I did, I was definitely more on the Xander side. Um, I went to college, but I didn't want to go to college. Because mm. I wanted to make movies. So I was like, I don't, mm-hmm. need to, I don't need to go to school for a film, really. Just do the Tarantino. And then, I know. and then But, like, my first year, all my classes were, like, art or the early renaissance, anthropology, uh, English class, which was great. Otherwise than that, it was, like, a lot of classes, like, I didn't care for at all. And a bunch of like, ah, I was, yeah, I was definitely not a Willow or an Oz. I was like, I don't want to be here. It sucks. And like, I can make friends just fine. That part was great. It was like making new friends. But as far as the work goes, I was not for it. And so I found most of the time, like, when I was done with classes, I would just go and hang out with my friends because it was in the same state. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. oh, nice. Yeah. So like, I didn't really go anywhere for college. So I was like, okay, like, everything's still the same, but I don't have to deal with that. Where'd you grow up again? I grew up here in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. So I guess I'd be more of a Buffy in that sense, where she's like okay, gravitated yeah. towards her Christian group of friends. Yeah. yeah. I didn't meet a Riley in uh, my freshman year. If only you could have been so lucky. I know, I should drop, drop books on it. <laughs> exactly. Well, that was, that was the weirdest thing for me. And I'm no, I noticed that with a lot of people out here, because like, I originally wanted to go to school in California, but I only ended up applying to one school, and I didn't get into the one school I applied to. Um, Can we know what school it was? It was Chapman. Oh, it was oh. Chapman. Oh, you don't want to go there. It smells like oranges. Well, I got... Well, I, <laughs> God forbid. I have since <laughs> been over... Well, and smells. then it's funny. It's funny because Bailey went to Chapman and... Uh, you could have been besties uh, a long Bailey time from Geek and Sundry. Uh, not anymore. Well, Bailey's my roommate, but she was... Yeah, anyway. Um, she's not anymore. Oh, she's I didn't... She's a yeah. Um, oh, I did know. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, but... Um, in case you guys didn't know, now you know. podcast, if you want to stay if up to date on everyone's your LinkedIn, personal life. Um, <laughs> Bailey account. But, uh, your fan Bailey No, but I, I noticed that with a lot of you guys, because I guess since you guys all went to like UCSB and stuff, and you're all from like around, not like obviously you went to NYU, but it's like, I think when a I bunch met, of us. because I think like I met you and Mia, and then I ended up just like, like, just joining your friend stealing group. my friends yes <laughs> but it's like <laughs> say it like it is <laughs> because it's like it's like rachel because i know mm-hmm. it's like rachel hine it's like mina yeah um previous uh, guest previous Steven. guest steven Moore's previous guest um Brittany. um previous guest <laughs> and like all <laughs> but yeah but it's like because it's this weird thing where it's like you guys could like go home I mean you weren't because we I mean we stopped by UCSB when we were driving up to San Jose yeah so yeah it's not, yeah it's not like close close but it's also not like oh yeah I used hard. to go home all the time yeah where it's yeah. like for me if I was going home like that's like a six to eight hour drive um and it's like it's multiple states like especially because in California is weird because everything is just like up and down the coast yeah and when you're on the east coast you're like oh I have to travel through like four or five different states to get to like that is yeah. weird. So it just yeah. seems like it's further east away. coast is weird yeah, weird people. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, I just like I normal. barely went. Yeah, that's home. why we have the hell mouth. I mean, it's like I went home usually like Thanksgiving, sometimes Christmas, 
Easter I would do it my friends who live in Worcester um and yeah it was like I or summer so but it was like I went home like maybe like three times a year Dang. and it's wow. weird because like Buffy just like is always like Saint going home. Yeah. yeah I'm just like oh that's so weird because yeah. I didn't want that like I didn't even apply to school in New Jersey because I was like I do not want mm. that um so it's weird it was weird to see Buffy doing that because I'm like oh yeah I guess that was some people's college experience because yeah, it's like if you LA living yeah how was the first time that you guys went home because Buffy goes home right. and then she doesn't have a room anymore right see mine was pretty good um in terms of that college experience you were talking about, Holland, I grew up in a college town uh, in the town of Durham, which is where UNH is. Like our downtown was the campus of the college. And many of my close friends just went right to UNH. So when I would come home, it was interesting because they had then their little party world going on. So it was kind of like when I came home for Thanksgiving or anything like that, everybody was together. And then I... because. NYU is not really like college, mm-hmm. like college parties or frat parties or any of like the movie you're in college. The city, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, that, yeah, Emerson's the same way. Same yeah. way, yeah. It's like none of that. Yeah. I never had that life. Um, but I glimpsed it when I would come home. So it was always kind of like fun to get a little bit of that on weekends. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. another thing too. Because, yeah. yeah, I didn't go to a college with a campus. I went to a college that was just like on. I mean, you've seen Emerson. It's just yep. like on yeah. it's just the there. Of street. Yeah, because yeah. when you go to college in like a city, there isn't usually a campus. The campus yeah. is so the city. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, that, oh, that, is, they, that is exactly that's what they saying. say. Yeah. But they just didn't pay for a campus. Because yeah. uh, Columbia has a campus. Oh, yes, it does. And it's in the city. Oh. It just has its own little. That's like Boston University life. has a huge campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Boston is just like all colleges, and a lot of them do have campuses. Um, but not Emerson. I just drove home after class. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been very upset if I would have come home and like all my stuff is gone. It's like, well, I stuff this morning. That's, <laughs> why was, that's why I was like, oh, it's so weird that they're living on campus. They live so close by. Yeah. Like, they're that, so in Sunnydale. Sunnydale's not that big. Why are they paying to live on campus? Mm-hmm. Such a waste of money. I don't yeah, know what kind right? of scholarship Buffy got, but probably like she, not she, she, did. she didn't get grades. Yeah. So. Like, I don't yeah. Know so just stay at home. She didn't have to move. Like I moved out during my sophomore year. I moved out. Okay. That's so I can have like more of the college. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So you can have more independence, more of that college thing. But like even then, I didn't need, and I I struggled so hard. If I can go back, I probably just wouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. Mm Because eating top ramen every day was yeah. uh, I can't eat ramen anymore. Well, because of- well, let's not get crazy here. I can eat ramen. <laughs> I just need breaks in tomorrow. When I got my first apartment, that was like all I could afford, and uh, no, I can't. I can do a cup of noodle. Can't See, do ramen. It was ramen, spaghetti, and rice. Oh, I love rice. Mm, and then I got a job in movie theater, so then I, I elevated my status. It was uh, all the sodas I can drink. Nice. Uh, popcorn. And then once we got it in, like, pizzas, it was pizzas and hey, hot that's dogs. That's not bad. That's pretty great. It, it wasn't bad. Was I mean, an Arclight or? No, AMC. Oh, okay. Um, Which is now AMC. the biggest theater chain, I believe, because they extend out. Like, they Yeah, I'm never going back there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch me as AMC anymore because I had to work there. It's like, yeah. That's I can it. see that, yeah. yeah. What does that stand for, AMC? American movie cinemas. All right, I'll buy it. I mean, American movie cinemas. 100. Is that what it is? American movie cinemas. Yes. <laughs> no further questions. No further questions. Right. <laughs> um, How about you, Omar? Oh, the first time I, I came back pretty soon after I went to Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. um, because my friend, my, one of my really really good friends, was still her boyfriend was still back home. 
And so she was like, I'm going to go home. Do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And I remember it being like really cool. Like I felt like so cool coming back. And I was just like, wow, everything's different in my hometown. And then fast forward to a week or two ago, I was back home um, a little bit after New Year's. And I went to go visit my old middle school where my mom still works. Right. Shibuya Middle yeah. School. Um, What's it called? Shibuya Middle School. Shibuya? Uh-huh. Yep. Is it in Shibuya? Uh, no, it's just in the hills of Evergreen. Damn it. <laughs> and uh, and then it was just like this weird moment where like throughout college, like I would come back and the teachers would be like, it's so, oh man, what are you up to? It's so good to see you. And then this time I walked in and first of all, I'm like a nearly 30 year old man walking around and all the kids are just like, who's this, whose kid are you looking for? <laughs> I mean, it's your kid, but who's, <laughs> what's their name? And I walk in and then like a bunch of the teachers were just like pointed at me and they're like, um, I know you, right? <laughs> I'm just like, it used to be important. <laughs> you do the thing where you walk, you walk in and you look around and you're like, this place used to be a lot bigger. Everything feels so small now. Yeah. Yeah. It felt. That was a good moment. You know? Yeah. 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 That is. Yeah. I definitely clocked that. It was cool. A few things were cool, but it was, it's smaller. I was like, oh, wow, this is just like an office. But like back in the day, like your school office is like a whole thing. It's a whole world. Like, it's a whole world. You don't want to spend too much time in there. So it's kind of some mystery. There's hallways you don't go down because you the administration works down there. Whereas like I was just like, I was talking to one of my old advisors and I walked in and I was walking around. I was like, no, this is just where people work. This is just a job. <laughs> this, is, this is a job. These are files. <laughs> but my multicultural picture uh, we have like a multicultural fair, mm-hmm. and my class's picture is like up prominently in the office still. Really? So, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you're so somewhere in their subconscious, they know I'm still important. That's awesome. Yeah. You're the special guest today. What? You're special. Thank you. That you're was special, Omar. We've never had a guest do that. We've never had a guest make one of the co hosts a guest <laughs> before on the podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's done now. <laughs> um,. I have a question uh, for you guys. Yeah. Uh, so in this episode, a book is used as a safety blanket, which later helps Buffy kind of open up this mystery of what's happening. Bondage. Of human bondage. Where uh, Oberon from Game of yep. Thrones. Yep. Do you watch Game of Thrones? No. Okay, it's okay. I don't, <laughs> you don't get it too bad. I thought this was a Buffy podcast. It is. It <laughs> is. But that, uh, the guy who plays, what's that actor? The character's name is Eddie. Eddie, yeah. Eddie, that actor goes on to be a wait, character wait. in Game of Thrones. That's him. Really? Oh my god! Oberyn. He's also oh my god! Yeah. Dang. Yep. I d- oh my god! Because he had something about his face looked familiar, but like he looks so young. Yeah. Because like on Game of Thrones, he's like sexy, yeah. and it's like on this show, you're like, oh, you're cute. Because <laughs> he needs to be like not a threat. Yeah. Like I don't think we're supposed to suspect. They're Maybe like the accent so that, like, working helps? so hard. Yeah. Well, That's totally yeah. him. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I noticed that in Buffy, it feels like. Everyone's favorite subject is psych. <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, psych. That's a recurring thing where it's always like psych. It's pretty clear that the show is written and produced by a bunch of people from Berkeley or UCB, NYU, mm-hmm. who studied literature but were really interested in psychology. Yeah. <laughs> it's like very clear because this episode is mostly about psychology and a book. Sure. <laughs> Those are like the pillars of <laughs> this episode. The... Uh, uh, so what was the, what were you asking? So the question is, um, so that's Eddie's safety blanket it's of human bondage, right? Of human bondage. Uh, I was going to ask you guys if you have a safety blanket, not necessarily for when you were in college, uh, but like maybe when you travel or, or going through hard times. There's something you keep it's around. Like night and day. He mm. looks so different. 
Wow. Yeah. What's the name of the actor? He looks old. That's what he um, looks. Yeah. Um, looking at a picture of Oberyn Martel. Pedro Pascal. Yep. Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. That's your safety blanket, huh? Yeah, he's my safety blanket. <laughs> I have a many good safety answer. blankets. I kind of like coat my life in safety blankets, just like different I... images of family or friends. Oh, or... and you have like stuff in your wallet too when you oh, fly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I have a an, an expecto patronum uh, Hermione uh, like talisman. And if I you're wondering my wallet. where, like, who makes that, where can I get it? The answer is you, you make can't. it yourself. <laughs> oh. You make it yourself. I. Uh, <laughs> I cut out letters of a magazine to see Expecto Patronum and put them around a great picture of Emma Watson and I covered it in tape and carried it at all times. I carry on a picture of Emma Watson. Uh, I yeah? Like, I like, you do? No, I would. I like that. I'm taking that. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the most specific one. And if you're out there and that sounds weird, it is. <laughs> I think mines are like sweaters. Like I have a couple sweaters that are always Ooh, just like that's good. Like uh, VGHS sweaters, like just a go-to of mine. And I have like yeah. my one from early college. Mm. I remember buying it. I was like, "This is my college sweater. I'm gonna rock the hell." Oh, out. that's cool. Yeah. And I still have it, and I just don't wear it anymore. But like that was just like because you get cold, you're out. Because mm-hmm. my idea is like I'm always gonna be out. I don't know. I don't know how long I'm gonna be out for. Mm-hmm. So and I don't know what class is gonna be cold or hot. So I'd bring my sweater and then like. I don't know. Some, like, you have a little hood and the zipper. I don't know. It's my mm. little That's like blanket. the closest to a literal safety blanket. Right? Yeah. Aside yeah. from being a blanket. But I don't get to, I don't have to ha- go through the embarrassment of it being a blanket. A blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Carry around with you in class. <laughs> Looking like you just escaped from a flood. Right. Yeah. I keep the blanket in the car, and that's a sonic blanket. So my literal safety Ooh, blanket is a sonic blanket. That's awesome. But I hide that in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a geek. Definitely not a 110%. geek. 110%. Yeah. Sonic. Sonic the fast food chain, not the, not the character. Yeah, the oh, yeah. character. No, I can't lie about that. It had to be Sonic. Not <laughs> you, Colin. Um, I don't. Okay, so I don't really have one because the biggest thing I had growing up was I had this stuffed rabbit um, that I always left on my bed. But then I remember specifically when I went to college, I did not bring it with me. Because I was like, I am an adult, and I'm not going to bring any stuffed animals with me. Did you look at it in your rearview mirror when you left? <laughs> Bye, <laughs> rabbit. Damn, you even left the rabbit? Well, and I That's didn't even, cold. it's crazy, because I didn't even bring it with me to California. <laughs> it's still on my childhood bed, so whenever I'm, like, home, it's there. Mm. And I remember it, and I was like, I should bring it. I think. Does it have a name? I, uh, Thumb Bunny. Oh, <laughs> That's good. It, it. That was its name. It's from F.A.O. Schwartz. Um, okay. Oh, name. deep cut. <laughs> Deep cut. Yeah, I don't think those exist anymore. I don't think so, right? It went the way of uh, Gimbal. F.A.O. Schwartz. Yeah. It, was like, it was this big uh, toy store in New York City. Oh, yeah, no. Um, it's what the toy store in Home Alone 2 is based off of. Yeah. Really? yeah. Isn't it supposed to be the one in the one in Big? Isn't that an F.A.O. Schwartz? With the oh, giant, yeah. With the giant pandas that. and everything? Is that an East Coast thing? It's, yeah, there's only one. Okay, because on the West Coast, I think we had a KB Toy Store. We had, we had KB movies. Toy, yeah, yeah, we had KB Toy. Okay, F.A.O. Schwartz is just like, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 F.A.O. No, Schwartz that is just was a like chain a, that toy was, a, a toy a store. A chain that was put out of business by Mitt Romney. Really? KB Toys? Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow, I was shutting that before the voting. <laughs> I'm like, oh, remember we did a KB toy store? No, thank you. I like that, was the, that was the break for you. I mean, in my heart, I knew it because he didn't get my vote, but that's, in my heart, I knew it. You, 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 know. you, you would have written in like a note like, this is for KB toys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I actually, my first year of college I might have, because I do you remember at one point, I think I brought 
Um, I had Thumb Bunny. I had this bear that my friends had a surprise party for me in high school um, when I got back from China, me and my other friend. And uh, they had a bunch of my friends from high school and also my, like, hometown friends from middle school signed it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was, like, a thing because, like, all my friends had signed this thing. And uh, that – and I think I might have brought them with me maybe, like, the f- first year. But then I don't think I brought them back because I was, like, I don't need this. So, <laughs> yeah. So was it Thumb Bunny and, like, Thumb Bear? Or no, it? it was just a bear. It was just a bear. Wow, playing favorites, huh? No. Was it a bunny made out of entirely out of thumbs? No, it was just called... Well, because it was Thumb Bunny, because I think it's like there's a song or a saying or something that's like... Because it's like uh, somebody loves you, like Thumb Bunny... Loves thumb, you, oh, but like, it was. I, it might have already been named. I don't know, it's but like that's what. It's did you sing it? That did you sing it? That song no, as you left it. Someone loves you, thumb bunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone loves you. Stop. Kicking them down. I want you to know that your next birthday, next event, or next chance I get, I'm buying you a rearview mirror as your <laughs> gift. Like it's just going to be a rearview mirror. You have no car. You're not going to be able to use this practically. But I'm going to laugh really hard. <laughs> yeah. So, in a way, the gift is for both of us. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, but, yeah, that was my safety blanket. I think now it's probably just, like, my phone. Because I'm trying to think, like, what's something that I have on me at all times? My phone. Yeah. Which is... That's a good answer. Yeah, but it's lame. That's cheating. I don't know if that... My hair is my safety blanket. And my hair Always. is not my safety blanket. My phone is my safety blanket. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, that safety blanket just uh the flashlight just turned on. Yeah. Omar, did you say what yours was? Uh I don't think I said mine yet, but I thought I did, and that was weird. <laughs> I have a green lantern ring on me all the time. Oh dude, awesome. that's dope. That's awesome. So I that's, mean that's nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda like how Batman always carries a little bit of kryptonite in his belt. Yep. Yeah. Just like that. Just in case. Just in case. You know? Just, why, just in why case does... Superman goes off. He does? That's yeah, no, okay, it's yeah. utility belt. One Always. of them is is, huh. le- is a lead container with kryptonite. It also yeah. stops Superman from stealing his belt, ish. Really? Well, no, because there's oh. the lead, right? Yeah. Because like if he had it on him at all times, he'd get uh, cancer. cancer. Which is really oh. weird. Oh, he has it on him at all times. Even if he's like going to fight the the penguin. It's like, yeah. let me take my kryptonite ring. Today might be the day Superman snaps. And so, and while yeah. I'm fighting penguin, yeah. yeah. In case it's the day Superman. Well, because the one day you don't bring it, that's the day. The day you need it. Yeah. yeah. That's how that works. I think fair. Murphy's Law for Batman has a lot more jeopardy than Murphy's Law for us. Like, <laughs> that for is us, true. It's like, I'm running late and there's traffic. For him, it's like, I have to stop the Riddler. Oh my God, Metropolis. Oh, oh man. My. Batman, like, Superman went bonkers. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, the stoner vampire in this episode? Can we oh, talk about yes. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's great. He's kind of classic. Yeah. And I remember finding him a lot funnier 10 years ago. Mm. However, his whole bit about like, oh no, not the ensemble. Yeah. <laughs> That's like his his line. And oh, and, and them stealing the posters. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it's Clem. <laughs> it's like, oh, Monet has the strong lead, but here comes Clem. I also realized I have no idea who Clem is. I, I need to go look it up. I was like. Who is this artist, and why does everyone seem to know who it is but me? You guys aren't Klimt fans? I don't know who Klimt is. I still don't know who he is. (laughs) He was what, like a Monet contemporary? You didn't find out in your uh, art history class? Yeah, didn't you take in the art history class? I, I, like, skipped so many classes. I was was never really there. Even when I was there, I was never really there. He was, like, a late 1800s. Which is probably why. Well, because most, I mean, most of the art courses I took were, like, Renaissance Mm -hmm. era. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I took. 
Same. That only so helped he out. Was, he's an Austrian symbolist painter, um, one of the most prominent members of the Vienna Secession Movement. I oh. literally never learned about him. Vienna, the Texas of Europe. Yeah, I went to Vienna as a kid, ate some Wiener schnitzel, and I was like, that sounds weird. And also it's saying Wiener, but I'm not going to point that out because I'm with my parents. Um, <laughs> this bit feels like it doesn't belong in this podcast. <laughs> we- <laughs> I fet like that should have been followed by like sound effects and then like a traffic report. <laughs> No winners for me, thanks. Honk. All right, let's go to Doug with the weather. Okay. <laughs> if uh, if these vampires had sacked the campus that I didn't live in a campus, but in the, the era of campus mm-hmm. that I was, I think it would have three hundred posters. Yeah, as one of the ones on the wall. Oh yeah, then, yeah. Oh, yeah. What else would they have sacked from when we were? For um, me, it would have been. I did a thing I didn't realize was weird. Not my room, but other. Right, people's. right. I never had a single three hundred. In general, so. ooh, that's yeah. good. maybe we had wedding a lot crashers. Of well, I was in college. Friends they, posters at Emerson. Friends. That makes sense. Also, Kevin Bright is, like, one of the oh. people at... Mm-hmm. I don't know what his title was exactly, but he, like, gave... Head to man. He, he basically, he went to Emerson, and he gave a bunch of money back, so there were... He had a class. He had a workshop there that he taught. Oh. Um, hmm. How to make the show friends? No, it was... Well, it was the Kevin Bright workshop, which was, like, a... Um, and, oh, and he also did the Evies every year, which was our, our award show. And the big thing about working on the Evies was afterwards, if you worked on the award show, he had an open tab. Um, at Whoa. Rock Bottom, which is a bar. Oh, that's a good uh, incentive. Yeah. Did you anyone get a drink on it? Um, I think by the time I was working on it and I was 21, there was one year that I could have gone, but I don't think I went. Because also I was on the post-production team. Okay. And that kind of... Uh, I feel like we always work. had more... Post-production team just like works crazy hours like when you do post. Mm. So usually it doesn't... So by the time the show was over, like I still think we had stuff to do. That didn't necessarily allow us to just go because also we weren't at the show because I was on the live edit team. So I was doing the like when you see award shows and the edit that's in the credits. Yeah, that's yeah. So I was like doing that. So you like as you're watching the show, you pull stuff and then you live edit together that thing for the credits. And then you literally have to run a tape to another building for them to play it. It's it's fun. It's very stressful. Um, to wow. be on film, then, there's yeah. a lot of running. And then yeah. it was, but it was literally. Yeah. I just thought it was so outdated. I was like, we still have to literally just like run a physical tape to do yeah. it. Yeah, I'm sorry, like, Holland. We're doing all of this like Our magical via the internet. Well, I was like, I was like, moments <laughs> happening in front of you needs a tape to you in over five minutes. Later. I was like, we're streaming this to our computers and we're capturing it and like all this other stuff and like then we have to put it on a tape and then run a tape. I was like, okay, but yeah, awesome. no, let's teach you how it is. But Did I you guys never... ever cut with a Steenbeck? Yes. Ooh, good times. Those things are weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In a dark room. One time we had to, yeah, we had to switch reels uh, or load a new reel, and that was scary. Actually, I took a photography photography class. Photography, photography? <laughs> yeah, well, you take pictures of photography. <laughs> Wait, really? Why did we take it? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> it just it was like... <laughs> I legit thought you were serious. Like, How does that work? <laughs> uh, we, um, it, we're, we're, we had like we had to process the film and everything and develop it uh, and had to use the chemical bats and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, man. And so I had to like load in uh, like the film from the camera, and these are still pictures, but like you have to like... Put it in, yeah, in the dark, and it can't touch because then the chemicals won't it won't get exposed properly. Yeah, and then some people fuck up your images because when you have to do it with other people, like sometimes people don't wash 
things correctly on oh, certain yep. paths and they let uh, stuff touch and so much better to be in the dark room by yourself because people fuck up your shit. Man. Well, all right. Well, I know in the, in this first episode, I know she ran to Riley who is like clearly someone that's not like going to be a supporting, not going to just go away. Yeah. He's like, too handsome for us to not spend a few episodes. Exactly. Yeah. Did, did, We're a non-spoiler podcast. Yeah. I know. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Great. I was like, oh, he's like, but you know, like you see why he's, he's hanging. Yeah, you're like, yeah. okay, this guy is like, he's he's smooth. He's got to yeah. he's got to stick around. Like, did you guys have that person you guys met like on your first day, where like in your first year, where you're like, this person's gonna like, I want this person to stay around. This person's in the cast. There was someone I met in the in our mail room because we all got like like little mail spots and um, where the owls would <laughs> drop in letters and uh, like Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, there was I, I won't say her first name but uh, I had like Facebook was like a new thing when I started college and so everyone was like oh you're going to UCSB I'll add you because this is here's a list of books I read and that was it like that was Facebook that's Same. all it was yeah. and um, and then her last name was Casanova and I was like that's a cool last name and then I recognized her while we were, like, getting mail out of our mail spots on, the, like, one of the first days. And I was like, Casanova, right? And she was like, yeah. And then recognized me from Facebook. We never met or interacted. Uh, and then I was like, okay, cool. And we're good friends. Oh, nice. So that was, yeah. Just like someone I met uh, pretty early on. And I was like, great. This is awesome. Great. Yeah, I, uh, the person I mentioned, Kaylee, I met on Facebook first as well. It was like everybody from your major or like different mm-hmm. majors yep, like, yep. like started groups and people would like chat about who they were and all that. So I knew a handful of kids before coming in. The only one that like became a close friend was my friend Kaylee McGee. Mm-hmm. Um, and I met her day one by the Washington Square Fountain and then pretty much saw her almost every single day of college. It's amazing. Until the end. Yeah. You know who's in my uh, Portuguese one class freshman year, fall quarter? Who's that? On uh, Anabot. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So she was kind of like a, a Riley. Yeah. Uh-huh. But there's no, we didn't hurt each other with books. <laughs> uh, that's how you got to start it off, honestly. I, that's, yeah. I'm, I, if I could go back, oh, the books I would drop on so many people. <laughs> how about you? I remember, so we did the whole thing too with like, there was like a Facebook group and then there was also like Tumblr, like a lot of people that I like, because I had just gotten a Tumblr and I like strictly follow people that I knew I was going to go to school with. Mm -hmm, So like mm -hmm. I knew a few people. And then uh, one of my, my best friend from high school actually like started this weird clicky like Skype group with a bunch of people that were going to school together. So they already were like... And they had like a name too, but they were already like this group of people. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, I don't want to do that, but like, I want to get to know people. But then we had come up on the same day. So I met some of her friends and then I ended up two of the people that I met that she had like known from this like Skype group or Facebook or whatever, um, became two of my really good friends like throughout college. And then there was one other girl that I like recognized her from Tumblr and then we became friends and then we literally like, uh, I had, like, I had a roommate freshman year, but we didn't work out, so then I ended up, like, moving into their suite. And then, yeah, I mean, I hung out with the same, like, sounds, group of people. Sounds like you made, like, ten yeah. friends, like, your first week there. Sounds yeah. like you were dropping well, stacks then, of them. Yeah, you like, like, boom, boom, Well, because what happened was, like, so I just was going around and meeting people, and then they were doing all those, like, um, uh, like first week, like, get-to-know-people things, and I was like, I'm not going to those. Like, I'm too cool to go to the, like, icebreaker get-to-know-you thing, so I skipped I all of those Tumblr. events. I well, Tumblr. no, so I, like, skipped all of those events and hung out with, like, 
mostly these like two people that I had met because one of them moved in early because he was like technically an international student because he wasn't here legally, but I think that's been resolved. Um, and then there was another person. He's Cuban. He's ratted um, him out on the podcast. No, he's okay. It's not no a um, And then there was like one other friend. Uh, but yeah, because we were like, we were basically like the two cool to go to the like icebreaker thing. So we just like hung out. Do you think that's a secret plan of the icebreaking committee where they're just like, you know what's a good icebreaker? People not going to the icebreakers. Yeah. Because it like, it just seems like, why aren't you going to the icebreaker? That's a great icebreaker. Because I went to one and then it was like, you would just have to go up to random people and like hug them and I was like, I'm not Ew, going to Ew, no, 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 that's too much touching. Yeah, that's weird. That's a weird thing. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's, Emerson that's, is very physical. Emerson is like your guys' slogan is "Let's get physical." <laughs> Probably is. It's not what it is. For icebreakers, <laughs> ice ice we got everyone a really nice table at this restaurant, dressed nice. What's you down with someone else, and you guys can just talk. It's like, uh, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. What? And you get to decide who pays for dinner, and then, <laughs> and then you see who's going to take who's home. What do you do afterwards? <laughs> um. <laughs> so I just don't so like funny. when things are pushed on me. Like anything that's like, mm-hmm. you're going to love this. You're going to meet people. And I'm like, I'm not going to love this. It's and I won't meet people. I feel that way about recommended apps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like, like kayak. I'm you should be friends kayak. with this person on Facebook. I was like, I don't want to be friends with this person on Facebook. <laughs> Why don't you follow this person? Because I, I don't want to follow this <laughs> I love that feature of Facebook, actually. It's like a peek into like different timelines. It's like people you may know. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, I have 85 friends with them. Like, I'm, I got him. I probably met them. I'm yeah. going to meet this person. The I'm weirdest like, thing about that to me is I've noticed like I'll be at a party and I'll like meet someone and I'll get home and then it'll be like people you might know and I'm like what the fuck I yeah. just met this person That's a crazy- how did you know Facebook well I think Facebook tracks like events that you guys are both interested in or you guys both attend oh, so afterwards shit. it's like Freaky. oh if you guys both went it's like hey into this event Omar was there I think you know where I know each other Mm-hmm. Whoa, that's actually that's what makes it like nuts. It's that's crazy, nice. but it's also again, it's kind of cool if yeah. you look at it. Mm-hmm. Like you're guaranteed you're gonna see someone on there who you're yeah. gonna meet later, mm-hmm. and you squawk in prepared, yeah. like, oh man, like, hey, I've like uh, it happened. I think at your birthday party, there's someone there. I was like, hey, I've seen you all the time on my timeline. Like, we know each other. Like, we're not like we mm-hmm. rotate around each other. It's probably me. Who was it? You hit the same it's probably circles. Me and no, he already mm-hmm. met Mina. Oh, then it wasn't Mina. Who Kim. was it? Hey, Mina. Mina listens to. <laughs> no, I want to know. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Today, I just want to know what friendships. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing yeah, people it is together. Interesting. A friend of mine, uh, whose name I won't disclose because uh, of the following uh, sentence, uh, I took a picture with his new baby. And he was like, do you want a picture? And I was like, yeah, of course. And they, uh, my friend was like, please don't put it on Facebook. because, like, Unless you want me to take it at this angle where the face doesn't show. Because uh, her face is already complete enough that she can get facial recognized by the government through Facebook. Whoa. And I was like, okay. I'm We're face checking babies? Facebook. Yep. Wow. That's crazy. We live in Minority how Report, you, right? How do you face, like, their babies' faces are all, like, fat and, like, flubby. And, yeah. Like, you can tell. That's weird. That's no, that's such a crazy thing to think about. Keep my baby off the grid. <laughs> yeah, the baby is off the grid. That's why I didn't What's say that. What's about baby? Wow. <laughs> baby is the baby's name is baby. baby. I'm gonna snitch. Oh man. I feel like uh, to get back on the episode for a sec. Oh, yeah. I really the reason I generally liked Xander for the majority of the show, even though when we rewatched it and you realize how obnoxious he often is, mm-hmm. uh, he I think in this one. Because for whatever reason, season four, I feel like, was the most replayed season on FX, which is where I initially watched yeah. most of Buffy. It just felt like season four was always on. That's why it's weird that I don't remember it. 
And for some reason, season? I'm like blanking on the season. Yeah, so like maybe when we get further years. in, like I'll remember more of it. You, yeah. yeah, don't seem to be a fan of Fox affiliated channels and networks. So, <laughs> <laughs> but this this season was always on, and Xander's. I think he's funny in this one. And this he's, is, just, he's great in this episode. He's like kind of just a. He represents home. He's not trying to prove himself too much. He's incredibly humbled because, like, they're all at school and he's paying rent and living in his parents' basement. Can we talk about his backstory really quick? Oh, oh yeah. In between? Yes. trip on the road. How he just got stuck in Oxnard, right? Yeah, like, he just drove up. Like, how was it? Saw the Grand Canyon. Like, you did? The movie. <laughs> yeah. My engine just fell out. And I was like, poor Xander, you can't even, like... Do not school right, <laughs> which is great because I love Xander. Like that's uh, that's why I love Xander because Xander is just he's a mess, but he's aware he's a mess. Yeah, yeah. and he he's, tr- he he's tries failing Xander. forward. Like some people fail upwards. Yeah, I wouldn't say that he's failing forwards. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, little, not stopping him. He's a little bit better every time. Yeah, it was great this episode because I saw the part where him he comes into Buffy's room and he's like, oh hey, and he sees Willow, gives her a hug. He gives like the roommate a hug and he sees Oz. And he's like, Do we hug? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Oz, the great character he is, he's like, We're too manly. I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Yeah, because Xander, the episode is so disconnected until he comes in. Like, because Willow's not really being a supportive no, friend to Buffy. She's and I mean, and she's doing her own thing. Yeah. And then Buffy is obviously not in a good place. Yeah. And then once Xander comes in, he just like brings this energy and charisma. Because he's like making Star Wars jokes, mm-hmm. and it's like ah, he's the one reminding us you're the friggin' Slayer. Yeah, we are a group of people who fight against large scale epic things. You're not just some random girl on campus. Yeah, yeah. and then he rallies the gang back together. And and she's then, a hero. Yeah, yeah. basically that. Yeah. He's like, you have superpowers. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You failed a test. It's like, yeah, you can crush concrete. So, like, <laughs> give and take. Um. Also, to to quickly throw in characters that we haven't quite addressed yet, as the the bell of the hand is getting close, I, I always forget the phrase of what I'm trying to say. The hand is getting closer to the bell. Yeah, but no. there's something at the is end of the hand. Well, because it's, uh, clock has hands, bells don't have hands. What does a bell have? Bell An clock. arm? It has a little. The bell's the arm. Dongle. He's starting to. The, the yeah, dongle. dongle. I don't. I don't want to say. The dongle is starting to dingle. No, 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 no. When the dongle starts to dingle. <laughs> That's we all feel the <laughs> chill and tingle. That's um, like the Simpsons, like my dingling talent show. And yeah. Skinner's just like, nope, the act is over. <laughs> but you were saying, uh, Giles. Oh, yeah. gentleman so of hot. leisure. Yeah, so hot in this episode. I love laid back I'm Giles. Sorry, like he deserves all that but and more. Jesus. Having yep. having deal with like Buffy and all their shenanigans for the past three years. He's like, you know what? I'm going to just drink some gin. Kick it with Olivia. Ha- yeah, have <laughs> Olivia come over and enjoy her company. <laughs> yeah, he is, uh, he's, he, he's enjoying his leisure time, as we can see, uh, from his attire. He's, he's, uh, he really came out on top from the library getting blown up. Oh, yeah. So that was, keep in mind, like, that was he his place. He blew it up. So I'm happy that he's like not in some crazy depression or anything. Mm-mm. That's just great. Doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a watcher, really. Buffy's on to handle it. It's like I yep. think it's that same joy parents get when like we graduate and we go out. They're like, "Thank yeah. God! Oh, that was so rough! Oh my <laughs> God!" Like guys, and you're like, "While you're in the moment, you're like, okay, we're taking one step at a time." Mm-hmm. But once it was done, he was like, "Oh man, that was rough." Yeah, that yeah. was rough. It's like yeah. emptiness quickly becomes like, "This is my nest." <laughs> Buffy comes back. He's like, "Buffy, look, I always got your back, but you gotta do this yourself." I'm on vacation. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
And that apartment's one of the only lingering sets that kind of is a home yeah. base yeah. in this yeah. season because it's like the high school's gone, everything in college is different, and Giles' apartment remains mm-hmm. the same. What do you guys think of Walsh? Uh, you only get a, a taste like of Maggie I like, Walsh. I like the idea of Walsh. I I always liked professor. Well, because I was I was Willow. Like any professor that like when you first get into the class and they're like, this class isn't going to be easy. Like blah blah blah. Like all those like mean professors. Yeah, were always my favorite because I was like, I'm going to work really hard and I'm going to press them and I'm going to make them like me. Because if you can get a mean professor to like you, because mm-hmm. usually they're just acting mean to like scare people yeah. off and then like once you get on their good side you realize that they're just really they're really nice yeah. they just kind of like do it as like a thing so i was always like i love professors like that because mm. then it's like if i can get them to like me then that will be the best thing in the world see <laughs> always feeling for me it's the opposite teachers are always like this course is not easy many of you guys won't make it i'm like ah oh, come on to class like <laughs> like i'm this gonna war i'm yeah, it's not war i'm gonna just read a book Learn some, memorize, not even learn, just memorize some things, do it, goodbye. Like, like that is so true. That was that was my mentality because, like, I mean, it's probably because my dad was a teacher. So, like, I was like, I know how teachers work. I, I, I've seen this spiel before. And so, there's like only a few classes that, like, legitimately were challenging. And that was my women's studies and my, <laughs> it was the women's studies for sure. And it was like another class by the same teacher. And women's studies was great because I walked in, I was like, oh man, this is me, like, freshman year. Just in, in college, I'm like, oh, college is great, fantastic. I'll take women's studies. And I got in there and I saw this bunch of women. I was like, this is like the male dream. And then quickly I realized that my chances of survival would be to shut the hell up <laughs> and just just shut up. Just That was the mentality. It's a good life lesson. It was a great life lesson. <laughs> it made me a better man because I was like, I'm so shut up. And then just hear all the things we did. Like it was, I learned a lot in that class, but she was one of the teachers. That's like this class might be easy, mm. especially to the guys, because she's like, I know why you guys are here. <laughs> and me, the other three guys are like, Yeah, we made We're it. Study in. some women. No, we, after that first day, I was like, Okay, I'm gonna study. I'm gonna. I need to pass this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always funny to me when like professors or administrators are like look to your right, look to your left. Like one out of four of you will not be here. And she's like, Yeah, with that attitude, I'm gone. <laughs> I'll, I'll already feel your statistic. This is a boring ass speech. <laughs> Look around, yeah, look to your left, look to your right. This is a cliche. Like, that's how I would respond yeah. to One of you guys won't make it. Like, what's going to happen to us? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to murder you. Welcome to the Hunger Games that, 101. That's what they like to make it feel like. Yeah, yeah. I feel like whenever someone drops a class, it should be that same routine where they have the cannonball <laughs> and, like, your picture is projected on the, like, we walk in every week. It's like, guys, sorry, Ryan didn't make it. Oh, it's like his picture's on the board. The it's teacher like, who's like, all their students pass, like, they get like a bowl of those berries. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, not no. good enough. Not good enough. Uh, I just remembered that the TAs went on strike my freshman year and they ran all the recitations. So, and there was no way for them to track whether or not you went to class. Oh my really? God. So I would still like go at like the major junctures because you still would get exams yeah. and stuff. But I uh, I did not take advantage of it. Right. Um, <laughs> that's one of the great things. I feel like- not so much so that it was awful, but that's what I'm talking to myself and my mother who probably doesn't listen to this podcast. But. Yeah, there was there was some leisure time during those recitations. This is gonna be the one episode she's gonna listen to, by the way. What? She's gonna listen to this one episode. I'm like, he did what in college? Yeah, <laughs> we should totally just message her and just be like, listen. Should to really this. listen to this episode of the podcast. Here's the link to our Libsyn page. <laughs> I think the best thing for like um, this episode is just that like there are two things. Like one, like you haven't seen her as a freshman because even when the show starts, she's a sophomore. 
Like you've never seen Buffy like Oh, you mean as a freshman? Yeah, yeah as a freshman yeah, like in high school, soft, yeah. Like when Buffy starts off, she's a sophomore, and goes junior yeah, senior, and then yeah. like season four is oh she's a freshman and like mm-hmm. you can see how cool like rock her world is because when the show starts, she's like used to being the slayer, she's getting used to like yeah. lifestyle and this mm-hmm. it's like she's getting used to the lifestyle, but she's also sucking as a slayer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right, in both accounts. Yeah. Like life is hard and slaying is hard. Like she's losing all over. And I think the one the one saving grace though about her being in college like to the off what you were saying is that like when I find out in college they don't care if you attend like yeah. someone's like hey if you, they don't care if you attend just pass the test and do the homework and you're good and I was like oh my god I'm like I can just not be there I'm like <laughs> yeah I was like that's great like this is and so I imagine being Buffy like that was always the thing for her to do and just even any superhero is like how do you can you get out of class and do what you need to do yeah. she's like I don't have to show up to class like yeah yeah I don't have that my classes were too small how many people were in your classes? We were at Emerson. Well, it, de- it depends. Like, I had certain classes that I think we were technically only allowed to miss two. But, like, none of my classes were that. Because I had some that were more of, like, lectures, like my 101 courses. But even my 101 courses were, like, probably 50 people at most. Wow. Yeah. Or, like, maybe, but, like, always under 100. Like, maybe more. But they no. were usually smaller. Especially with, like, my honors classes. My honors group was just, like, less than 20 people. Ooh. No, my, class, my classes were pretty small, too. Yeah. Where, like, they'd be like, don't skip this many days. But then... I just would. <laughs> but, like, I would get, like, it wasn't, I wouldn't get A's or B. I get C's because mm-hmm. C's are passing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Just, I did not get C's. Ooh, yikes. You're clearly the I, well, I wasn't allowed to get C's. I had to have a certain GPA or else I would lose my honor scholarship. Ah, see, I came I in. I lost my honor scholarship. <laughs> my you, honor scholarship was half tuition. So <laughs> it was half tuition, so if I lost it. Oh, I wow. That's a lot bigger than Okay, yeah, that's a much different. I just got free printing privileges. Free print. Yeah, I think it was only 10 pages anyway. But <laughs> Oh, man, we got to print willy-nilly. <laughs> These I've, private schools, I'm telling you. Yeah, oh, my God. This printed paper. I've, I've got, like, an entire forest of saved, you know, papers that I probably didn't need to print that many copies of. Lucky. Wow. But I'll reuse them one day. Yeah, like, actually, I was reusing some of your mail early today scrap paper. Exactly. So, yeah. exactly. so he means his word. Before uh, the dongle dingles, real quick, uh, fun little tidbit about this episode. You know when she's at the bronze and she, think, she thinks she sees Angel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guess who played him? Double? It was David Boreanaz. Great. Was it really? Yeah. yeah. Played him until the guy turned around. That was oh. him. Oh. That's funny. I mean, yeah. I mean, Jarrah, because Jarrah's. Jiras. Well, Jiras 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 was directing <laughs> both this and, and Josh directed the Angel Pilot yep, as well. I believe so. And so it's like they would have been around each other. Yeah. It was probably just on. They walked the from lot. one lot to the other. Yeah. And, or they just rotated the stage. I don't like, know. David, can you show up at three for just an hour? <laughs> say, say hi to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no. I'm like, all right, we'll move the shoot to four. Let's uh, also talk about the army guys at the end. Oh. Yeah, the end, like you said earlier, the one vampire escapes and like. Just these, it was like just these people just capture him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I remember watching that. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so, which makes you really think about it. Like, if these are, like, you don't, you don't know anything about them other mm-hmm. than, like, they use, like, technology to take them out. So yeah. think, so I'm pretty sure they're not, like, supernatural. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're just like, are you people just hunting vampires? Yeah. Like, let's, which makes sense, though. After a while, you'd be like, all right, guys, we need to, like. Yeah, in Sunnydale? Yeah, Sunnydale, yeah. definitely. You At mean, some like, point. Neighborhood Watch like, has oh, to look, someone else is. Doing something about this. This makes sense. Like, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't leave all of this to like a teenage girl. I mean, there was a werewolf hunter. Why not? Like, yeah. right? Because yeah. you wonder why Xander, Willow, and them don't carry weapons on them. Like, what? all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, hold on. I bet Willow's got something. But she doesn't use it if she does. Yeah. Where's she been at? 
<laughs> like, if she has, like, holy water and socks, I feel like that could have been very useful all the time. After day one Literally Buffy, all the time. After day one with Buffy, I would have been out getting a gun, like, immediately. <laughs> Guns don't do it. They just make them mad. Yeah, Wood bullets. It makes me feel better. Wood and bullets. Oh! Wouldn't they catch does, on fire? Does that work? No, they'd probably catch on fire. I'm not on Mythbusters. Wooden oh, bullets? You, you make the front wood. Ooh, wood-tipped bullets. I don't really know wood. how guns work. I just know that there's... An, well, it, I think, it, I think from my understanding of, of guns, it hits the back and pushes it forward. So the back can be still. The front's wood. It's like a state. So far, what we figured out is it might work or it might not against <laughs> fictional characters called vampires. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to look into this. <laughs> and that is our bell, which means we're almost out of time. You know, they still use bells in college. So this still works. Oh, yeah. It's an old building. It's an old building. Um, <laughs> but before we leave this freshman day uh, to start the rest of our college year. We're going to do an extracurricular activity, which means we're going to make something up on the spot inspired by the episode. So, Holland, what are we doing this week? I want a commercial for Wooden Bullets. Whoa! We can, Okay, wow. Like a P, Not a PSA, like a commercial. I'm oh. like, I just want to know more about these Wooden Bullets. Okay. Okay. Do they work? Are you tired of <laughs> vampires killing off your friends and family? Yeah, I am. Well, we have a solution for you. What's that? With wood-tipped bullets... You're guaranteed to kill any vampire. Well, okay, but bullets don't work on vampires. But wood stakes do. Right. We take, by using our technology of infusing bullets with wooden stakes, we can take out any vampire threat. You know what? This sounds convincing, but I want to hear it from a scientist. Hello, I am a scientist. What? Hi. How? Hello. <laughs> now, you may think <laughs> that putting wood into a gun... Which has, you know, gunpowder and mini explosions and things that are hot may not be a great idea. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a concern of mine. However, however, the way that wooden bullets work, see, see since the wood is just on the tip, mm-hmm. what the explosion part, the heat, is really just hitting the back. So as long as we keep the back a, a type of metal and the front part is wood, the wood will just glide right out into your victim and, you know, we only need like a, a, a small amount of wood to stake. Like, everyone uses these, like, big stakes, but, like, we did the math, and it only has to be, like, 20%. They're wood. overcompensating. Yeah. Wow. That sounds yeah. very scientific. I didn't realize it was a percentage thing. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it, it was just... It's oh. also, I mean, it's going to save you a lot of wood, just in general. It also comes in different varieties. We have uh, garlic-tipped bullets. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Silver bullets, those pesky werewolves. Yep. Yeah. We've got <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. Um, and then also the fire ones for Frankenstein's. Oh, yeah, gotta worry about those. Those, cr- those ones are made f- completely of wood, so they do catch on fire. Ex- when yes. you so those are just fire? Yes. There's, okay, there's I mean, just it- fire in the gun? Y- yes, exactly. Can I hear from someone who has used this and can attest to it? I always wanted to shoot these vamps, because that's how I try to take out my prey. But every time I did, all it would do was make a matter. Shoot them in the face, eyes... Kneecaps don't matter. They come at you mean and angry. Now that I use wooden bullets, shoot them right in the heart, and man, they go down quicker than a skunk in a skunk shop. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that I bought them because I buy them again. Well, I'm uh, I'm sold. I call me one of your bullets because I'm sold. <laughs> Great. The low price of three easy payments of nineteen ninety nine. Plus handling. We send the gun in pieces. That's how I get through uh, state regulations. That seems fair. All right. Let me get my credit cards. And that is our final bell. (laughs) 
Wow, we 2017 first extracurricular activity off to a great start. That was. <laughs> if someone makes wooden bullets, we know where they stole that from. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. We have the evidence just, the, to sue them. The fact that they don't exist just makes me think that they don't actually work. So. Yeah, I feel like in the Civil War, like that would have been pretty quick. Probably the first thing that they tried to use. Wooden they were bullets? like, Mel Gibson yeah. melted his kids. Like toys, because oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. well, wooden bullets are only useful for vampires. That's right. Oh, I mean, Blade yeah. uses silver bullets because in many vampire lores, silver also is damaging to not just werewolves but vampires as well. Yeah. So Van Helsing, Blade, I believe in Underworld. Well, in Underworld, they have like a weird, like they're almost like they have like a liquid center. They're like a chewy nougat. Silver center. <laughs> in, uh, okay, so wooden, wooden bullets don't even sound that ridiculous. As we talk about the other types of bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Using. Wooden bullets make We've actually fun. done a pretty, we've, we're pretty grounded as far as we would have been. Yeah, we're, we'd be great for Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for our discussion of episode one of season four of Buffy, The Freshman. Uh, and a very special thank you to our very special guest, uh, Darnell. Where can they find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter. It's D underscore II. Same thing for every other social media account that ever exists. Um, that's, that's great. great. On yeah. Friendster, that's where they'll find you. Yeah, yeah Friendster, uh, find me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm on there almost never, so don't expect me to... F- but you update your me. Bailey fan page. Oh, of course. Well, I heard now she's at Lionsgate. I have to, <laughs> I have to stay up to date with all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, look for me on um, Instagram. Twitter, all that kind of stuff. I'm, I very rarely go. Well, I not very rarely. Rewind that. I often go in there. Opposite of rarely. I often go in there and update it with different pictures and videos and so on. Awesome, great. Chris, where can they find you? Hello, <clears throat> my name's Chris Bramante. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Amontiak. You can find me with musical improv group Robot Teammate, who play on the Geek and Sundry Twitch stream at noon on Mondays. And you can also now find me as the host of a show called The Gauntlet on a Twitch stream called Hyper RPG, which is Thursdays at 9 p.m. Um, and then you can find me on this podcast, which is great. And then Hamilton's LA has some exciting announcements that we will probably tell you about uh, sometime in February. Awesome. Holland, where can they find you? Uh, my name's Holland Farkas. You can find me on Twitter at Holland Farkas, um, Facebook Holland Farkas, Instagram is Farkland. Um, those are the main things. Uh, t- <laughs> no. I don't update my YouTube channel. I don't do that anymore. What's uh, the YouTube channel one more time? I'm sorry. No. Telltale Heart XO. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going there right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst when there's like a few things that people don't know about you. And then you're just like, oh, no, there it goes. Tell. How do you spell tell? Tell. It's the Edgar tell. Allan Pope story. Right. Telltale Heart. Yeah. Oh my telltale God. Heart XOXO. <sighs> No, that was just the best. Like, the early podcast where I was like, Holland, Farkland, I still vlog. It's funny because I talk about that sometimes, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I used to make these vlogs, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> yeah. I was a person who did that. Um, oh, now... Uh, Found it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Plug. Um, I'm at Loot Crate producing videos, and um, <laughs> you should watch those. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm Omar. You can also find me as Omar Najam on Twitter. You can also uh, find me uh, at Two Broke Geeks every so often stuff goes up. Uh, I am also perform improv pretty regularly, so check out uh, in, uh, Swimming Lessons Improv on Facebook. That's our Facebook group. 
And uh, you can check out We've Got Shows all over L.A. if you want to come hang out. Uh, and also, if you have a team, submit. That would be awesome. We'd love to have you. So that's it. We will be back next week with episode two of season four. And we're just going to keep going. This is great. We're going to talk about some roommate struggles. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and if you are an eagle-eared listener, you'll also hear maybe a possible angel discussion coming up in the next few days so keep an ear out for that thanks for joining us again pack up your bags pick up your books we'll see you then Sunnydale Study Group is a weekly Buffy fan podcast produced by Holland Farkas, Chris Bramante, and Omar Najam. Our music was composed and recorded by Jimmy Scavone. If you enjoy the podcast, please visit our page on iTunes and leave us a rating and a comment. We'd very much appreciate it. And if you'd like to check out more Sunnydale Study Group related stuff, visit us at SSG Podcast on Twitter, Sunnydale Study Group on Facebook, and Sunnydale Study Group on Instagram.